What's going on my babies? Welcome back to another episode of Can of Heaven. And as always, before I start, I'm going to start with a disclaimer by stating that I apologize for any noises in the background in advance and anything of that nature, as well as that I do these for entertainment purposes only and to always do your own research, to come to your own conclusions, to have your own answers, and to make your own decisions. And I believe in your ability to do so. So with that being said, let's jump right into today's episode. So what I want to talk about in today's episode of Can of Heaven is kind of dealing with emotions and how I personally deal with my emotions in order to get through whatever my circumstances at that moment. Whether it's happy, sad, whatever the case is. And I also do want to go through a little bit of the pages that I have here. Not necessarily read them, but just to look over them and to use this as inspiration for today's video because I want today to be... I want today's episode to be more raw in the sense of being more open and vulnerable as I'm trying to... I'm trying to make all of these episodes more personal than they normally are just for my own sake of getting through my own fears and stuff like that, so... Obviously, I can only teach when I myself have learned that lesson. Therefore, that's why I say that I want to make these more personal and more vulnerable. So let's go backwards in my life and start at a point where I was doing probably not so good and how I got through that. So I was going through this inner battle of mine or... I guess you could say it was like an episode of like depression or yeah overall just depression and a little bit of anxiety too so I want to say like around 10 years ago I'm pretty pretty old I'm 24 and when I was 14 I started going through a little bit of depression because everybody my age was growing up essentially and I was not in the sense of like maturity like everybody was going out and partying and going out to drink and doing you know activities that I didn't want to do like smoking and drinking and partying and things that I didn't see as fulfilling to me and it might it made me worry about myself and it put me in the state of like do I have something wrong with me? Why don't I want to do what everybody else is doing? What's wrong with me? Why don't I have a lot of friends? Why don't a lot of people support me? And it put me into this state of like anxiety because I was scared to go talk to people because I thought that there was something wrong with me and I thought that who would want to be friends with me? And it put me into depression because it just continued to propel itself. Because I didn't have friends, I was more sad because I didn't have anybody to go hang out with. I didn't have anybody to go talk to. I didn't have anybody to vent to. And during my time of depression, it put me into like a spiral and it put me into this hole of like not knowing where to go and not knowing what to do. And it played out in a lot of areas of my life. Like, I know a lot of people who 
wanted to make money at that age, and I knew people who would go out and bust their ass and make something of themselves, and I was still at home super focused on video games. Like, that was my primary focus, and for a long time I was like, well, you know, if I get really, really good at this, maybe I can join esports or something like that, and my head was just not in my body for the most part, and I think that's what made me feel even worse about myself because I was like, well, I'm not grounded. And how can I make this a reality if I'm absolute shit at video games? And I just felt really bad for myself. And I was in this place where I was like, oh, I just feel sorry for myself. And I don't know what to do. I don't know who I am. I don't know what, 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 like all of these things that are going through my head. I don't know how to deal with this. And the first time that I ever had like a suicidal thought was when I was 15. And for some people, that's really late. Like, I know a lot of people who have really negative thoughts early on in life. And I never understood that until I myself went through it. And I was like, wow, like, maybe everybody would be better off. And... It continued to spiral and it made me feel worse about myself and the worse I felt the worse I did in life the more stupid I felt at school and ultimately it led me to not going to regular college because I didn't do good in high school and I thought well you know, maybe something will work out. And I applied for a full-ride scholarship that my high school had because all of my teachers were really supportive of me because no matter what I was going through, I was still there. Like, I still showed up with 100%, even though I wasn't feeling 100%. And I'd go to school, and I'd care about everybody. And my teachers saw that. And everybody cared a lot. And they tried to help me. And I tried to get this full ride scholarship that my school offered, but I wasn't accepted. And because of that, I put myself down even more and it didn't really stop for me the the really negative self-talk and the thoughts about hurting myself didn't really stop for a long time and at one point like five years ago I was like I can't stay like, like this I can't continue to feel sorry for myself I can't continue to let myself care about everybody except for myself and at that time I was just going through like because I feel like I aged at a different rate than everybody else I felt like that was my point of maturing
because I really got a grip of my emotions during those five years. And during those five years, I kind of shut everybody out. Um, I was in this weird state of spiraling on my own and trying to hold my own while I was spiraling and how to not let it affect everything that was going on. Like, during those five years, two of those years I spent unemployed because I couldn't get up out of bed because I could not go to work. And I felt really shitty about myself because I felt like I was wasting my life. And not only did I feel that way, all of my family did not support me at all. And that led me to shut out people that did care about me because I thought, well, if my family doesn't support me, how can I trust that anybody is going to support me? And during that time, I was shutting everybody out and getting my shit together and getting my shit right and focusing on my well-being because I needed to get out of bed to physically do anything. How could I help anybody else if I can't help myself? And so I started thinking from that point on about I need to help myself so I can help other people. And if I don't have myself together, how am I going to take care of anybody else? And not for the sake of taking care of anybody else, but for the sake and for the pleasure it brings me to make somebody happy. The pleasure that it brings me to make somebody else smile. And to help somebody when they're going through something that's really hard. And I myself, I like to say that I didn't have a hard life. Because all like... I have a lot of friends who were in foster care. I have a lot of friends who were gang members. I have a lot of friends who didn't grow up in environments that you would wish anybody. And people who I'm friends with went through things that I couldn't even imagine what it would feel like. And because of that reason, I was like, you know what? I never looked at my life as hard. And one day... It all kind of crumbled for me and I was like, I do have it hard. I just don't acknowledge the pain that I'm feeling because it's not forever. And because of that reason, I never ever was really open and honest with my friends and my family and my viewers and the people who listen to my podcasts. And just everybody in general. And I always kept this this fake nice person. Because I didn't want them to see the pain that I was going through. Because I didn't want anybody to feel sorry for me. I didn't feel like I had a hard life. And it all crumbled down for me at one point during those five years. And I was like, you know what? I did have a hard life. And I, I have to acknowledge the fact that like I did go through that. And at that point in time, I was going through because I didn't allow myself to feel all of the things because of the way that I grew up. I grew up in this household where emotions aren't really something that you show. Like, my family doesn't communicate how they feel. They are not affectionate. And because of that reason, I was just on autopilot. And I was just always happy. And I always did stuff for other people, even if I was crumbling on the inside. And I wouldn't even acknowledge that I was crumbling on the inside. And then during 
that time of my life where I was coming to these realizations for myself, I was like, you know what? How do I turn my pain into power? How do I help myself? And I started to write down all of my realizations and I started to do things that were really good for my health. And I remember I would go to sleep with this... um this audio from YouTube that I found where it was just you it was this audio to put you into um like basically to hypnotize you and to make you feel better than how you felt and it was like this well-being audio that you would just play and then try to sit there and let the thing do its thing and sometimes I'd fall asleep to that audio because it was so relaxing and so much peace came from that and I was always a weird kid you know figures that I wasn't drinking and smoking and partying I was always this nerdy kid that wanted to do my own thing so during that time that I was basically trying to hypnotize myself through these audios i was trying to learn how to be a hypnotist and this one of these books is about hypnotherapy i don't think i have it up here but i got a book on hypnotherapy and i tried to use it and do it on on people and i found out that i was really gifted in hypnotizing and And afterwards, I was like, you know what, like, I want to do this, but I don't know how to do this. And that kind of stopped me from pursuing that any further. And I read through the hypnotherapy book. And I would try to practice it on people who weren't really aware of what I was doing. And then I came to this conclusion that I was like, you know what, I shouldn't just try to do these techniques on people because I don't know how I can affect them and if it hurts them and I don't want to be doing this secretly I want to tell them like this is what I'm doing do you want to try this out with me and the people that I did ask would normally say no just because those etherical things would scare them and during that time I was going through a lot of spiritual work on myself and I've always been somebody who's spiritual rather than saying that I was religious because I didn't pray to a god or you know I didn't go to church I didn't study the bible I to this day I don't think I've read beyond like a passage so I was doing a lot of spiritual work and then I ended up buying these cat tarot cards and then I kind of hit my rock bottom And from there, I was like, okay, I can't ever feel like this again. So how do I push forward and not feel bad for myself? And how do I help myself so I can help the the people who need me, the people who rely on me to just, you know, do anything? Like, I want to be able to help my parents with whatever I can, and I can't do that right now with the things that I'm doing. And... One thing that I've always been very, 
I, something that I always did well at was just emotions and helping other people with emotions until I struggled with mine and then I figured, oh, well, if I struggled with mine, it was for a reason. Let me find out what that reason is. And I started to do this podcast and that's when it all hit me. I have free will. And that sounds really dumb, right? And it sounds like it has no meaning or no relevancy, but it has so much meaning to me because through the discovery of knowing that I have free will, I get to choose whether or not I want to help people. I get to choose whether I do good in this world or whether I do poorly. I get to choose whether I let myself go or I hold myself up or whether or not I discipline myself or anything of that nature. And through the the discovery of, you know, the free will. And obviously I always knew that I had free will, but it never like, it never made me conscious of my decisions. I still just did things to do things rather than to actually do things with a set purpose in mind. And I was always kind of like running blindly and the free will kind of took the blindfold off me and it was like, okay, now you get to choose when there's a fork in the road and that's every single day, every single second that something is happening and something is always happening regardless of whether it's good or bad. I get to choose what I, what I do, what I say and how I come out of this and the free will led me to getting to this place where I was like, okay, learn how to handle your emotions. And I was always this really temperamental person when it came to my family because they knew so much about me. They knew exactly what button to press and when to press it and how many times to press it. And if I didn't react the first time, they would just keep going and keep going and keep going. And through the self-mastery that I committed myself to, I got to this point where I was like, okay, now I can handle my emotions. I don't just pop on my family anymore. I don't just, you know, sit there and pick fights with my family, even though they're picking fights with me. I don't sit here and, you know, talk shit behind anybody's back because I have free will to not do so. And for that reason, I choose to not do so. And even when I have thoughts that aren't the greatest, I have the free will to change that thought right then and there. And so I started to focus on my awareness and how to ground myself, how to come back to this inner peace that I found and how to come back to myself and being able to relay that in a conversation. How do I relay that into a conversation? And what I've come back to is just writing everything down because I feel like as soon as you put it on paper, it makes so much more sense than if you just say it out loud. And at least for me, it's more organized. So I guess we didn't really come to the conclusion of how to handle your emotions, but I will make a second episode and also go into detail on You know, I just wanted to do the background on how I got to this point and not just say, oh, this is how you do it, because I feel like it's not for the point of this is how you do it. It's this is what I do. And if you struggle with these things, know that I did, too. 
and I still do. And this is how I get past all of them. And if I can show you the evidence that backs up what I'm saying, I feel like that is more powerful than if I just sat here and gave you tips on how to work with your mental world and your emotional world and your physical world and all of the things that you have going on all at the same time. So I apologize for not getting around to that in this episode, but I will make a part two and it will be how to deal with your emotions. So we'll go into that one in the next part and I will upload that on Monday. So with that being said, I'm going to end this here just because I can continue to talk and, you know, it'll have no relevancy to what you're actually trying to learn. So I'm going to end this here. And as always, I upload Mondays and Fridays at 8 p.m. Mountain Time. Sometimes these episodes on YouTube go up the next day just because I have a lot of things going on. And I'm in a period of transition again in my life. There's a lot of moving all the time. I'm always moving. So, yeah, I just moved. And that's the reason that, you know, the episodes on YouTube come up a little bit late. But I'm getting it together. And, you know, I'm going to try to do all the things I need to do fast so we can get back on track. Anyways, with that being said, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in and tapping into a can of heaven. And as always, I upload Mondays and Fridays at 8 p.m. And yeah, thanks for watching. I'll see you in the next one. Peace.